Sunday, June 25th, Episode 9 of the Dome Foamers Podcast is here. I'm Christian Kruger, joined by Neil Miecki and Brian Dorton, just lifelong Astros fans who love talking about the Astros. So, boys, let's go. Um, let's get a little context here for Sunday night. The game is still going on. I walked out in the ninth inning mad. Dubon just just made a terrific diving catch over the middle. Diving play. My man. Congratulations, Dubon. Let's get you a medal and a Twinkie. I don't really (laughs) care about that right now. Um... (laughs) Hopefully this ends uh, with a win. I have my doubt, as you can tell in my voice. Another week that becomes not a, oh, it'll be better next week. It's now becoming a trend. Um, if this, if we lose tonight to the Dodgers, we go two and four, which both of you guys predicted. I predicted three and three. Um, if we win, my predictions will be right. It's sad that we're predicting those anyway. We should have won yesterday. Um, honestly, probably could have won Friday. And um, today, I don't know where to begin. Um, I'm going to check the temperature. I don't want to go over the season records yet and where we stand until this game's over, which could happen at any moment. So, boys, this was more fun when we were when we won, uh, what was it, eight or nine in a row, 13 yeah. out of 17? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, had had way more fun. Yeah, less struggle bus. Jordan, Jordan, I'm going to change it up tonight, and I'm yeah, going to start need, with you. You know what? We need to change just about everything up. So let's yeah. do it. Let's let's do it. Uh, temperature wise, uh, this is as low as we've been this season. Um, there is zero fire. Out of anybody, and we're gonna we're gonna get into Dusty. I'm sure uh, pretty heavily here in a little bit, but um, you know, I think Stanek getting tossed yesterday was almost the uh, kind of the the icing on the cake of where this this team is. Like, there is one person who's fired up about, and like one person who wants to win and cares about it. And um, it from and from an optic standpoint, sure doesn't seem like anybody else gives a a dang about winning or losing on this team. And if they do, they're doing a pretty good job of hiding it. And that includes our managerial staff. That includes uh, the the players on the field. So you know, I think that. Uh, the talent is there. I think that the hitting can be there, but I think that nobody wants to do it right now. Nobody cares to do it right now. And it's a sad state. It's a sad state. All right. Neil. I, I'm going to, I'm going to disagree a little bit with you, Brian. I, I think these guys do want it. I mean, I, 
I know the optics would say that, but I, they're professional ball players. Uh, I, I just think the second that that kind of stuff, hang on, boys, ball game. Seth Martinez uh, got the win. All right. We got a so freaking on, so win. So we got a win. We got a win. We did so not get swept. We did not get swept. Right. Somehow we are finding oh. ways to lose every single game. We win tonight, and my three and three prediction is right. Yay. Let me do some freaking celebrations. But three and three is better than two and four. I said this in a text uh, to both. I said this in a text last night to both of y'all. If a game in the mid 70s, 75, whatever it is, could ever be a must win, tonight was, and we basically gave it away and somehow came back and won. I don't know the finality of it. Neil and Dort were watching it. I will be completely transparent. I walked out in the ninth innings. I was so mad and wanted to get prepared for this podcast. So that makes us 42 and 36 for the year. Five and a half games back in the division. Um, all right. Uh, I, I want to touch on something, Neil, before I go to you. I think Dorton's right on the optics. Um, you, oh, you're also right. The, you're you're also right. Yeah, you're also right. These dudes, these dudes care. They've proven they care. But the optics, the optics do not look like they care. So, so, um, so go I, ahead, I Neil. would say, yeah. So, so what I'm I was going to say is like. Poor performance sometimes runs over into the body language of not caring. And so when, when we're talking poor performance, there, there's a there's a laundry list of guys that uh, that have underachieved so far. I think we could all agree. Um, and without listing the names of who falls in what category, just generally speaking, the the what is done is what is allowed, and that's where that's where I, I am. Just and again, I hate I hate blaming coaches, obviously uh, obvious reasons, but there's just so many things that can be questioned, and just so many things that from the outside in do not make sense. I have never managed a game in my life. I don't understand some of the, the decisions Dusty and his, his people are making. Um, and not that by any stretch of the imagination are they required to explain themselves, and, and I don't blame them on that. But from the outside looking in, there are some absolutely atrocious atrocious decisions being made which i feel like leads or is leading towards this body language that brian's talking about the 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 optics of our guys being coming off in in whatever line you know whatever light that that is not positive that we're talking about so as far as just overall temperature goes uh aggravation frustration and Players got to play, and managers got to manage. Coaches got to coach. And if we're going to pat Dusty on the back, Dusty got a ring for the the World Series. Well, then by God, uh, he he should he should step up to the plate on the criticism as well. Uh, I agree. I, I don't care 
how many games he's won or he's lost. 2023 has has not been uh, has not been great, and the players aren't bailing him out this year like he did last or like they did last. Absolutely, absolutely agree. Okay, um, I want to I, I want to separate this um, because y'all know how I I mean I can I can crucify Dusty with the best of them. I want to set, set I, I want to separate this into a couple of things. There's actually three categories. And and for those listening, thank you for listening again. Episode nine, like, share, and follow. Um, we, we really appreciate it. But I'm going to separate this. I, I've had I had three rough drafts today for this podcast. I've ripped all three of them up while watching the game. And so we're just going to go fly by the seat of our pants here for a little bit. And y'all both brought up great points. Stuff I've been thinking about, but I want to table Dusty till the end of the three categories. Okay, all right, sounds good. Because yeah. I, I need to, I, I need to uh, catch my breath here. But I want to talk about player performance first. So, Dusty is not out there hitting the ball, throwing the ball, fielding the ball, clutch runs. So I, we're going to table him. And let me. I want to. Man, I can go so many places. I'm going to give some names out there. It's better that we say who do we think based on your opinions, not the opinions of all three of us. We could disagree here, and that's fine. Sure. But it's a shorter list if we say who's overperformed expectations. So I'm going to tell you who I think off the top of my head has overperformed my expectations coming into the season. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. You guys Let's can go. add, subtract. You guys can add, subtract, disagree, um, whatever you want to do. But I, so I'm going to start with um, Dubon. Dubon has Dubon has over uh, performed based on the expectations coming into you without question. Yep. Okay. Um, Yonder Diaz who I did think would be a plus bat. Um, I didn't think he would show this much power this early, uh, but he still exceeded my expectations from a, from an offensive standpoint and has drastically exceeded my expectations from a defensive standpoint. Yep. You guys agree agree or disagree? Uh, Agree. uh, Agree. Couldn't agree more when he's, when he gets to play. Exactly. And as we always say in limited opportunities, um, oh man, thank you, Jordan. I'll bring that up about today's game. Um, my my love for um, Chaz McCormick is extremely noted, um, and it's honestly just because I, I like the way he plays, and he's a dirt bag, and he was very cool to my son last year on his birthday. Um, but he just he, but it it goes past that. I just like the way he plays the game. Um, I have a, I have, I also understand where, he, where he's limited, but when he has gotten limited opportunities, I do think he has slightly, based on his OPS numbers, which we'll talk about later, he's exceeded, um, mildly exceeded my expectations. Mm. I'm going to say 
I'm going to say he's on par in my mind. Oh, well, that's fair. And, and I and I would say even maybe I'll just keep it at that. I mean, he, he's on par. He he hasn't been exceptional, and he well, hasn't been in the month of June. I, it's now June. It's now June 25th. He is second on the team in slugging and OPS. So I will say that. Yes, but he also spent some time on the on the injured list and not in June. Again, I'm not. I, I'm not. This season has he? Not in June. This yes, season he, has. he spent time. Okay, and so again, I, I'm not mad at the guy. I'm glad he's on our team. But when when my expectations of him are you asking if they're above? I, I wouldn't say they are. I think he's having a good Jazz McCormick season. Okay. There and maybe this, maybe this, um, shows. And maybe the my expectations are high. Yeah, maybe this shows the. Uh, maybe this shows the underperformance of the rest of the team. But there is no month, any year on this team that he should be the number two in slugging and OPS. There is no look. At, there is no month he should be number two. There's just not. Yeah, he's 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 batting two fifty. Is three thirty one on base and. 788 for the season on OPS. I mean, that's good. I mean, yeah. Uh, but he's, yeah, treat, I mean, he's, he's treated he's treated like a fourth outfielder. He platoons in outfield position. Absolutely right. And, yeah. and who's the, who's the other OPS guy? Who's number Diaz. one? Yes. Well, I'm just saying. Also, yes. He, yeah, he's number one in June. Yep. Right. So. Yes. Uh, okay. I mean, uh, again, I'm I'm not far off. You you could talk me into Chaz overachieving, but I'm not saying it's it's not to the level of Dubon and uh, and DS. But Chaz is doing good stuff. Okay. Um, and I'm not. I don't want to get. I'm not knocking people that I think that I'm on par with, such as Fromber, um, Javier. Those guys are doing what I expected, in my opinion. Hunter Brown, um, great game tonight after Mookie Betts hitting a missile to start the game. Yeah, that was Uh, rough. But that's all he gave up. He looked he looked quality start. Yeah, he looked like he looked like a a really good pitcher. I I did have expectations for him. I I, so I don't he's been inconsistent lately, so I'm gonna say he's on par with what I thought. I mean Um, he's second he's second in strikeouts to Framber on the team. That's that's good. That's that's noted. JP France, of course, he was mid mid of the first half, but I would say he's he's exceeded oh, expectations. Man. Oh, no yeah, doubt. by far. Is is there anyone else that you guys want to say in your mind that has exceeded your expectations? I mean, I will put Belak in that conversation. And just that. Oh, wait, before I saw that, I saw that look. Before okay. you even start, in the fact that in in the in the previous two years, is is Brandon Belock even on the team? In the previous two years, is he even on okay. this team? Let alone in the starting rotation. Right? No, no chance. No chance. And not only is he on it, I mean he is. Oh, he's, he, yeah. I mean, he, the fact that he is just 
survived has exceeded my expectations. How about that? Even just yeah, a I mean, little bit. You, I'm not going to argue too much with you. You make a good point. Um, I have PTSD from his last start. Of course, yeah. I mean, it's he was having I, missiles hit everywhere, and and his his advanced metrics are not good at all. So he he benefited from some defense. He benefited from some luck. But if you're going that, you know, if you're saying to go to that context, okay, fine. I mean, his ass is already shipped back to Sugarland. So right, right. That I mean, for a spot starter, okay. Um, all right, I, I'll give you that one. Is there anyone else we want to bring up? No. Hmm. Is, is your would you say Jordan has it has exceeded expectations? I think Jordan is meeting expectations that I have. That's, of him. Um. Good. Good question, Neil. Um. He's just so good with runners in scoring position, and but we all, I mean, everyone's a huge fan of what he does. I. It's expected. I, I will say, yeah. I mean, I I tend to lean with Dortmund and say he's meeting expectations. But what those expectations are those expectations are incredibly high, right? One hundred percent. Same with Altuve. Same it with Altuve. It should be. And those, that was, that was going to be my my other thing is that yeah, we we got to make sure that we're not saying guys are failing, right? Just because they're not exceeding. And so, right. I think but, Altuve. I think Bregman. I think those. Those expectations are unreasonably high, and meeting the, those expectations means they are playing exceptional baseball. Would you yeah, say I'm not, I'm not? I'm, I'm not rating Altuve yet. Yeah, I know, but I don't missed, think I don't, he missed two months. But yeah, I don't think Bregman is at a point where he is meeting the expectations I have for Bregman. No, right. no, I wouldn't either. I think that Bregman is playing. Good baseball. I think he is. I think he has spurts where it's like, oh yeah, there's Bregman. He's not. He's not having a terrible season by any means, right? But so but he is. So he is not. He is not meeting the expectations we have of him, which are so here's incredibly high, exceptional so that's, baseball. That, that's where I'm going. Then is okay. Most of our pitchers have been on par or better. Uh, most mm-hmm. of our starting pitchers. There you go. Yeah, pitchers, yeah. Okay. Uh, and our relief staff at the beginning of the season. Yes. So starting pitchers doing their job. Uh, ESPN tonight said again, they're still number one in the league, which I, I don't know in what category, but whatever. ERA. Is that starting or is that all pitchers? Team, I, I didn't, it's team. Okay, team ERA. But okay. it's but but it but it's going up every week. Well, every time Montero steps out there, we're taking a hit. He's <laughs> the only one. But he's uh, so okay. So going down expectation, starting pitchers uh, met expectations or above. Obviously, Maldonado is rotten. Like below whatever and I, I'm not gonna expand other than that. Uh surely Abreu has not even come close to what we were excited when, when he was signed for. Uh Altuve combined with Dubon at second base. The second base position has has been great. Shortstop, where are we at on him? Below, huh? Bo- bo- below. Below. Yeah. Okay. 
uh, Bregman. I mean, he 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 hit a hit a fastball right down the middle, four hundred feet today. Why anyone throws him a fastball blows my freaking mind. He yeah. cannot hit a slider a foot outside. Yeah. I don't know why they do it. I don't know why they do it. But no, below he's way below for me. But I mean, remember, so you tip your hat. I mean, ALS World Series yeah. MVP. I mean, yeah, that's a stepping stone to freaking. I I, I don't. Yeah, below. Yeah, he raised he raised the bar, right? Yep. He earned okay, the so bar. We got, yeah, no doubt. So the the catching position below average, first base below average, shortstop below average, third base is a push maybe. Now below, maybe a little bit below. It started off below. way below, so he's he's coming up, but he's still below. All right. Uh, left field. Look with Jordan, of course, high. But I mean, where are we on jokes? I mean, I've got no know. expectations. You, you want me yeah, to I tell you? You want me to tell you his uh, numbers for the past uh, thirty? No, let's do fifteen days. Yeah, you're going to be. It's it's interesting. No, you're not. How about how about for, we'll start with start with the past seven days. Seven, okay. Who's 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 leading in batting average over the past seven days? Jokes. Who's leading on on base percentage? Jokes. Well, that's weird because in June it's bad for him. So yep. How about uh, well now slugging? Who who's leading slugging percentage over the past seven days? Dubon. Interesting stuff. Now this. Dubon had 15 at bats, but uh, I will say this: in terms of jokes, he's had 17 at bats. He's gotten six hits. The only person who's gotten more hits than him is Bregman this week. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, we'll, we'll, I mean tip, we'll tip the hat for the week. That's good. I mean, Diaz yeah, and, some doesn't play every day. I mean, I mean, Jokes should not be playing every day. That, 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 he's played nine out of the last ten games. I don't understand why he plays. Every day, I don't. I mean, because his June numbers now, Dorton. This, this, I believe, this is before today. So his June numbers are two twenty six, three twenty six, four thirty four. So uh, average. Well, it's just that's you know, I, I guess you could say that's probably better if he's an average major leaguer at the moment. That's probably better than what we thought. Um, How about my, this? My, Who, who's gotten more at bats? Diaz or Jolks in the past, uh, in well, in the past 15 days? I'm guessing Jolks. it's Jolks. Diaz. 47 at-bats to 34 at-bats, Jolks. There's no way those two should even be compared to each other. I'm, I'm just, I'm telling, I'm giving you, the, this is over the past 15 days. Well, I'm just tell, I'm telling you, he's played nine of the last 10 games. Tell me why. And I'm, I'm not Jolks hater, I'm not. Yeah. He's, but why, why, why? Oh, okay. Neil, keep going. You're going. I don't okay, want to go. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. This, this, yeah. We I just mean, got into that. <laughs> yeah. So, so left field is a uh, Jordan healthy. Good. Jordan not healthy. Eh. Below. Right. And, and I'm saying below, maybe not expectations, but below major league world series, Houston Astro expectations. Center field. Again, uh, I mean, you've got McCormick and you've got Myers, and and you're riding the roller coaster with those guys, and and the consistency that they get 
which is not right. I mean, it, it's back and forth, and I think it's just again. I think that center field position has been. I'll I'll be generous and give it a push, and then Kyle Tucker. I would say is. Oh, I don't know. Below. I don't know what to think. I mean, slug numbers below. It hasn't for me. Hasn't just mm. again the the high expectation bar hurts him. Has he had a bad season? Not necessarily. No. Has he ex- has he exceeded what we expect from him? Not even close. So he, he's caught in a little bit of that. But I mean, three home runs. There. How many has he had total? Year year to date now. Ten. Uh, ten. 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 Three in Bregman June. Fa- Bregman's passed him. Yeah. Hold so, on, I want to go back I, to center I, field for a second. I want to go, hold on real quick. I want to okay. give you this, the same thing I did to Jokes. Chaz, this is the month of June before today. I believe he had one hit today, a run scored in a stolen base, and a walk. Um, but I didn't finish the game. So this is not counting today. 319, 396 on base, 553 slug, three homers tied for second on the team in June. That OPS would be um, 950. 950. Average OPS is for an average major league player is 700. So I just want to make sure we we have all the numbers there for the month of June. Yeah. Myers isn't on Myers isn't on this list because the time they did this, he was like an O for 32. So I didn't think they (laughs) want to embarrass his, I don't think they want to embarrass his parents and put him on this list. So my, my, my point in uh, – you, you brought up a cool just topic on who's under and overachieved, and I, I just wanted to make it clear where we kind of all stood on all of these. And we've got more guys below average or below expectations to about meeting expectations than, than we should. And so, yes, I am beyond pissed with Dusty, Dusty Baker – I've also said players play. Yep. Yeah. Right? And so now it comes down to allowing these guys to perform at their best, figuring out who they are, how they perform, what's good, what what do they like, what don't they like, what lefties, righties, splits, and all that, uh, day, night, whatever. The history of their whoever they're they're uh, they're pitching or batting against, all those things. That that's ma- that that matters. Who's hot? I mean, we, those things matter, and I don't yep. think there's anybody who, who can disagree with that. I mean, yesterday, uh, Altuve and Yanir combined get five hits. They're both out of the lineup today. Like piss on them. <laughs> we ain't about to. We ain't about to ride a hot bat for God's sake. Yeah. If we get, swept, I don't even. I, we get. I, I don't even. I don't even like looking at the lineups anymore. I tell you, I, I tell you all every day. Like I cannot. I mean, I knew today the the Sunday Dusty lineup. I I can't believe we didn't have every Triple A player in in the lineup today. It's almost worse to have a, a day off on Monday because he's going to just double down on that. And did you see what Dusty said? And I I saw it just because I was watching a little bit of stuff on Twitter. Oh, Altuve has a bruised heel. No, he doesn't. My ass. No, he no, he doesn't. Yeah. Just say you wanted to rest him and that you're a. I can't use the word I want to say that you're just being dusty and you're just uh, sabotaging this team. Okay. I don't want to go dusty yet. So we made a point clear, like the exception of what second base 
left field when Jordan's there are the only two that have overperformed. And our backup uh, catcher. Mean, yeah, exactly. And our backup yeah. catcher in limited opportunities. Okay. Less than jokes this month or this week. Go ahead. Correct. Correct. All right. So I so I want to I want to chronicle something because this is important, especially when you're getting closer to the trade deadline, which this might be a little longer podcast. And we're going to try to keep it as long as short as we can. But so we need to chronicle why we're here. So we we hoisted the trophy, and okay, see, this is why it's going to be a longer podcast. I'm so sick of them of Fox and now ESPN talking about 2017. Ask an Astro fan yeah. if they care. I don't. I don't. We don't. You mean, you mean our World Series championship in 2017? Exactly. And do right. not think for a second that wasn't done by Major League Baseball from Manfred to put that out the day There's before no we play the Dodgers in L.A. What a POS that guy is. But no we, we, again, we could go down that road forever. He, the only why, – why, why is Alex Cora still managing? No one boos him. He ran the whole thing. No one boos the Red yep. Sox. Let's open the Yankee letter. Okay, I digress. Yeah. So we won 2022 World Series, which no one talks about that. They talk about 2017. Last I checked, we're the defending world champs. So shut up. Okay. Since that trophy has been hoisted, I want to I chronicle some moves by this organization. Because winning last year mattered. It mattered to all of us. It, it, it made us multi-championships. Multi Two in the last six years, five years, however you want to count, uh, five years. Um, it validated all the BS from 2017. Everyone else it just shut oh, up. It, oh, it validated a valid world championship. Got it. Correct. Correct. Got it. Yep. Not not, not the 2020 Dodger one. Does that does that ever get validated, or are we just N no? Okay? That was that was 60 games, so it doesn't no, count. That it. doesn't count. Um. So he got us. He did not renew James Click. I, I'm not saying James Click was the greatest. I mean, him, meaning Jim Crane, the owner. Something sure. Jim Crane and Dusty got. I mean, uh, J James Click and Dusty got sideways. Shocker! I'm so surprised someone got sideways with Dusty. Dusty has a history of this. You can chronicle his career as a manager. There's a history of him getting sideways with the front office. Okay, Jim Crane sided with Dusty. Kept Dusty, resigned Dusty, did not resign James Click. I, mm. I didn't think it was a huge blow. I really, I was like, okay. I mean, Click wasn't there forever. He came after Lou now, who made some incredible moves, um, yep. especially in the farm. But we didn't get along enough. I mean, James Click still gets responsible for 2022 as a general manager. He is. So whatever. The the he took forever to to sign a GM, and while taking forever. His first move was signing Rafael Dorton Montero. And I only say that because Dorton despises him, which is fair. Can't stand him. Three years, $33 million, um, $11 million a year. I want you to know, this is going to make you even more mad, Dorton. He is the eighth highest paid reliever in all of baseball. Unbelievable. I tell you what, give me three, <laughs> three of those, give me three of those million. And keep the thirty, and I'll do as good of a job. And I, I can. And by the way, I can do this from home. I can do that work from home, and I will do Jordan, just as good of a job. If they gave you the ball 
in the inning up three, I guarantee you teams would score three runs against you. Just like they do paying that Just guy. Just like they do. Right. They, they can, they they can, I, I can do it for a 10th of that. How about that? One tenth well, of that. I'll do it. I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be able to go out there because my heel is bruised. <laughs> I'm well, let's not just, available today. Yeah, but go ahead, <laughs> and we'll get on. We'll get on the. We'll get on the dusty decisions here in a minute. Second <laughs> move was a break. It was a break. Now, I was on board with Brady. I was too. Yep. And and, and most people were. Most fans were. And I'll tell you, just, I'll it, even go it, back. I'll even go back. I remember uh, seeing his spray chart before that. I think I even sent y'all his spray chart, and I was like, boy, like. What is going to happen out there mm-hmm. in the Crawford box? Oh my God, yeah. they're going to get it is going to just get lit up by this guy. I can't wait. Yeah, we'll see about it. maybe maybe well, maybe and, he's a second half player. And that and that, and that's that's just complete underperformance. You chalk that up as to just underperformance, but it's been a bad move. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty. He probably should got a two year deal instead of three year deal. But who knows? Yeah. We're, we're still incomplete. But right now, it's been a horrible move. Um, it is three years for fifty eight million dollars. So that's nineteen million dollars that is right now has been dead, burned, whatever. Um, then the next move, um, and and I do think they hired Dana Brown by now. Who again, the books out on him. He's got a great track record, but it's first time being a full time GM. But in spring training, they they signed Michael Brantley. Um, it's been a complete disaster. Complete Terrible. disaster. It's dead money and we, right and now. And we love, and we love Brent. Yeah, it does. Yeah, the facts are the facts. He's he's got zero production. Um, and and to the point of he's one year for twelve million dollars. We've got zero on the Dodgers side. JD Martinez for ten million dollars. They've gotten sixteen home runs and forty eight RBIs out of that guy. Hmm. Yeah. So. Brantley's really, but Brantley really, he, he's not that far off from the same batting average as Maldonado. No, he's not. And after he gets five hits, hopefully in the second half of the season, he'll have a higher batting average than Maldonado. But as of right now, that is 12 million, 11, 23 plus 19. That is $42 million of dead slash underperforming money right now. And not Dusty's fault. No, no. I mean, unless Dusty went with Jeff Backwell to go lure Jose Abreu, which I don't even, I don't even want to get into what's going on there. But no, that is those are bad, bad moves that have caused this team to not have the ability to make certain moves because of the money that has been squandered on those three moves. Now, this wasn't in the offseason, but I, I brought this up um, a podcast ago. Lance McCullough, Lance um, Mieski McCullers Jr. <laughs> has pitched eight games in two years with a total of $31 million. That's more dead money. So th- this, this, is, this is a lot of dead money for an organization that is – we're, we're not, when it comes to spending money, the Dodgers, the Mets, the Yankees, the Red Sox, we win despite them, and we win by not hitting the luxury tax or, or getting close to it. Right. So it's going to be real interesting. I, I'm leading all this into a point here in a minute. 
Um, anything you two want to add on some of those off-season moves? Like, why didn't we get, nope. go out and get a pitcher? Why didn't we? Yeah. And there's other uh, things that could have been done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, it, those are no secrets, right? I mean, huge amounts of money that are not helping us. And like you said, maybe the second half, some things change or get better. But, um, you know, as of June 25th, it's been rotten, rotten. And and not that Lance is going to change or anything's going to change there. Brantley, who knows? Uh, Abreu, I mean, better, but... You know, will will he ever will he come out and wow us and say, "Man, that was worth it"? Probably not. Uh, Montero, holy smokes, rotten. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. He's Unbelievable. He's broken. He's broken. He is broken. Okay, let's move on to the third category. All right, let's do this. The third one is Dustin. All right. I. I, I have a take before, Go before ahead. we even Go ahead. Go. knock it out. I have a take. And and usually I've reserved this for you know what? He he's he's got the ring, he's he's got the pedigree, he's he is uh you know can't talk too much about it because he's he he has put up, right? But what I saw yesterday was the first time that it was a, in my mind, it was a moment where we needed, we needed a manager there who could fire out of that dugout and get tossed. When Stan, when that balk got called on Stanek, when that ticky tacky balk got called on Stanek, we needed somebody, we needed a, oh God, I hate even saying it, but like a Bobby Cox ugh, type person or a, Lou Pinella or a Bobby Valentine who is firing out of that dugout and digging up the mound and taking the rubber home with him because <laughs> of that awful call. You know what I mean? And, and he is getting tossed and he is standing up for his, his guys. He is, he's not doing it because he's upset. He's doing it to fire up these guys. And I think that this goes to the whole I, I truly, and I, and I know we talked about it at the beginning of this, we, we were saying the optics of it all, this, that they don't care. Like, I get it. These are professional baseball players. These are, these guys are more competitive than I'll ever understand. Like to say that they don't want to win is insane. And I understand that. It, it seems as though they don't because they don't have anybody there and they don't have anybody in, on their side who is, fired up for them and we need that and if dusty is too old to get to fire out of the dugout I and mean, frankly i mean if he is too old to just yeah. come running out of the dugout he needs to empower espada to do that he needs to empower somebody else on that team to do it or he needs to step aside and fade off into the into the to the to the to the horizon with his championship and let somebody who can fire these guys up do it because that's part of what a manager does. 
And that's frankly what I what I don't see out of Dusty right now. And that is something that this team needs. This team needs somebody who's in that dugout who is firing them up. Period. All right, that's my take. I like it. Well, I, and I, th- spots, I think you well, said a, a huge word: empowering, and, and not just empowering other coaches, but empowering the players to be at their best to put them in spots to perform at their best. And that's that. Uh, so I'm with you hundred percent on that aspect. Yep. Um, Great. I, spot on. You sent the text first last night when, when that happened, um, you, you brought it up that that deserves to be your take and you're, you're dead on. Did you see yep. that Josh Miller was out there yelling at the umpire trying to pull Stanek away? Yeah, I did. There's not a, there's not another team in major league baseball that the pitching coach is out there doing that. Correct. Correct. It's such crap. It's such crap. And it needed to be immediate. You know, Dusty doesn't get tossed until the inning. Dusty gets tossed when Stanek does, when his his inning is over. When when he should, frankly, this is when he needs to go off. Standing up in the dugout yelling. Yeah. I mean, in the dugout, he gets tossed. You need to be out there in that dude's grill. Oh, in his face. Getting now. and you know what? Get yourself. This is that moment was a. I'm going to get a fine. This is worth a fine. I'm going to pay. I'm going to get a fine, and it's going to be worth it because this is what it takes. Yeah, this is I'm what my team it. needs right now. I'm telling you the what's and I know he was he was kind of a joke, and I I get his frustration. But the the Washington Nationals manager, that dude would have been out in that little peckerwood umpire's face <laughs> before he, he knew what the hell 100, happened. 100%. In that little smug face that, Oh, I, uh, square I, can't, the... I can't, I can't do it. So yeah. that, that, that is frustrating that it was not an immediate ejection. And I mean, cause again, how badass would it have been for Astro fans as pissed off as we, we were, we could have gone. Well, holy crap, Dusty's out of the. I mean, like, and he's and out he there. Can't look at look at Dusty. Look at him. Yeah, but Woo-hoo. but but give look me a give me an old Terry Collins sprinting out there. Yes. and getting in the middle of somebody's ass. Who was holy the who was crap. the who was the one the the Pirates old who was that Pirates manager oh, Jimmy, Jimmy Leland Jimmy Leland Jimmy Jimmy would have <laughs> put two cigarettes out on the way. Yeah, Jimmy out there. Jimmy would have had it. Jimmy would have had a heater going. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, just, and I mean, would have gone around, picked up all the bases, every base. All the bases are coming. You, All these bases are coming with me. Home plate is coming with me. The rubber, I'm going to go dig yep. this up. It's coming with me. And then y'all can try and figure this out because y'all aren't playing baseball. I don't know what y'all are playing. Well, and, and Dusty's got a reputation in, in L.A. You know, he's got a. He's got to be cool, calm, Mister Mister L.A. Dodger guy, and that oh. just pisses me off. The, the more I think about it, the, the poor managing, the poor managing of your players, and, and again empowering them to to know that okay, I got your back. Yeah, and and again, this is outside looking in. I, I could, I mean, we could be so far off, and because we're not in the clubhouse, but holy yeah, I crap, get it. I, I, I get it. But I mean. But yeah, that's, no, I mean, if, if it's where, not, if where? it's not, I, my my feelings are, if it's not Dusty who's doing it, and if Dusty can't do it or won't do it, he needs to 
He needs to be, he needs to have that conversation with Espada or anyone else that that's right there who is able and who can, who can make it happen, who can get out but there and fire up these guys. If he can't do it, get out the way. If he can't why do didn't, it. Why, why didn't he just ride off in the sunset with his title last year? Why didn't he? Yeah. Why didn't he? Yeah. I mean, he, look, I'm not going to chronicle. We've chronicled moves. I'm not going to chronicle all his bad decisions in, in playoffs and World Series. They are the, – the list is long and distinguished. He got his ring. Go away. Somehow. Um, somehow. I, I, I know. I, I mean, we got it, and we did it, and it, it happened, and I'm, I'm very excited about it. But I still don't understand – Based on when those moves, it? I don't get it. It worked. So, it worked. I'm so I'm so close to, to uh, this is how this is how far I've gone. I am so close to wondering two things, and I think I said this before we hit record. He is either sabotaging the Astros on purpose with his decision making, <laughs> or he is trolling us on this podcast because he listens every Monday or Tuesday. And says, "I'm going to troll the Dome Phoner podcast so bad. Watch this week. You, oh, you think last week was bad? Hold my beer. Let me give you this week. So he's either sabotaging the Astros on purpose, or he's trolling the three of us. Tell me the last time that you went. Oh, that's that's a good that's a good managerial move right there. Well, let's I just talk good, about good coaching. Let's, let's just talk about today, okay? Because we can't. We don't have the time to go every move. So let's talk about today's game." Uh, Neil stated, Diaz and Altuve had how many hits yesterday? Five. Oh, five. Interesting. Five hits yesterday. D- do we play tomorrow? Uh, no, sir. Oh, it must be that long, treacherous flight from L.A. to St. Louis. It's just neither were in the lineup today. Okay. So our, our two hottest hitters from the previous game before out of lineup. Okay. All right. We, are, we know lineup construction. We know he is just not going to do anything that makes any sense. So, okay. We're up 4-1. Phil, uh, Phil Maton, Mayton. How do you say his name? Maton? Mayton. 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 Yeah, sure. I always say it wrong. Comes in and has a good aim, which is good to see because he's had a couple, of, a couple of appearances that have struggled. Comes in and blows the doors off after Hunter Brown pitched his ass off. Maton comes in there and has a great seventh inning. We're only up four to one. It's technically a save opportunity. And we bring in Montero. Who's the last guy you want to see? Montero. Montero. Unbelievable. What are we doing? People say, oh, he has to pitch. No, he doesn't. He does not. Give him the hurt heel treatment that you're giving Altuve and put him on the IL for 75,000 days. I don't care how long. He does not have to pitch. But you know what? He gets the first two guys out. Wow. Could it? Could it be? Are we going to go three up, three down? Nope. (laughs) He's going to hit Mookie Betts in the ribs. Which, by the way, considering the situation... I did not like, but I do like him getting hit in the ribs. Um, then Freddie Freeman comes up and scorches a ball in the gap. Not sure Kyle Tucker was doing that play. It's like he did not pick the ball up. He is having some weird issues in right field. I will say that. But that ball was smoked. 
And then Will Smith hits a two-run jack to dead center field. And, oh, and Dusty pops out of the dugout now after they've scored three runs and pulls him. What What are we doing? What? what? I mean, he how does many not have to pitch. Nope. Nope. Okay. So, and I will I will be full transparent here. I after that in the ninth inning, I walked out to get ready for the podcast, and I did not want to see how the game ended. I knew I knew these two guys would update us, which they have. The stupidest rule ever with starting a man on second base extra innings, but it is what it is. We started uh, Myers on second base in the 10. Jolks hits a double to right field, I believe. Makes it 5-4. Then gets, so runner on second, no outs. We're up one run. We're the visiting team. So you probably need to score at least two to have a chance. Jolks gets to third base on a pass ball. Myers walks. So it's now first and third, no outs. It's 5-4. You have your best hitter on the month of June sitting in the dugout that plays the same position that your worst hitter on the universe plays who's coming up to bat, Martin Maldonado. Who do you think should hit in that spot? And you've got a future Hall of Famer sitting with a bruised heel. Bruised heel, though. Yeah. Hey, great point. He was not unavailable. That's what, yeah. Great point. He would have been my second option. My first option would have been the hottest hitter on the team who plays the same position as Martin Maldonado. Nope. We're going to let Maldonado hit. Because <laughs> the 10th inning, why not? Sure. Now, for anyone who watched the end of the game, I have yet to see the play and see what happened, but somehow it was a double play, which Jolks got out, I believe, at home or in a rundown, and then Maldonado got out at first. I don't know how. I will look after this podcast, but we started recording. I don't – what – I mean, what analytics book, what eyes, what baseball instincts tells you not to hit – for Martin hmm. Maldonado right there. Someone find me one. Find me one place where it says you oh, don't no. hit there, there are none. There are none. Yep. That there is why none. he is either sabotaging the Astros or he is trolling this podcast. I'm convinced. Terrible. Okay. Any, any comments on that as we move on? Uh, Players I mean, got to play better. Dusty's got to coach better. And I don't know if it's possible. Either one, for that matter. And maybe we should designate Montero for assignment. Yeah, I mean, um, well, people are going to ask that. It's already all over Twitter. So I checked. If you designate him from assignments, he basically, yeah, he's basically, obviously. You eat the contract, right? Yeah, you eat the contract. Um, brought, which at this point, I well, the problem is it's, it's 28, 27, 28 million more. But at this point, I'm kind of like that. But I hate dead money. Neil brought up a point. Maybe you find you trade him and pay some of the money. I still don't know if anyone would take him. Um, but I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know where you go. 
Um, but that's the rules. He, he, he was DFA his contract still guaranteed, but he, he doesn't need to pitch. You can have him a bruised heel and be on the IL for 60 days. It's yep. the same thing. And again, I will take, I will take, how about this? I'll take one twentieth of that to do as good of a job. Yeah. All right. We forward. could go on. For, yeah. We could go on forever and how, and, and, and what's going on. Um, I'm going to move to um, the Dome Foam players. <laughs> players of the Week. <laughs> players of the Week. Huh. Um, we're going to start with Kruger. Why don't we start with you yes. this time, Kruger, yes. CK? We're, oh, we're going to go get, with you. Why don't you, 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 get us, you get us kicked off here? Y'all both started with me, huh? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yonner Diaz. Dang it. Yeah. That was going to be mine. <laughs> I don't need to that coming. Yeah, no, I don't need to explain. Don't need to explain. Thank y'all so much for letting me go first for the first time. Next, I'm going to play the any mini money mouth, and we're going to go to Norton. Uh, for me, it, it is going to be Stanek for turning around and showing some gumption, and he kept it together. He got out of the inning after a ticky tacky call. He got out of it. He finished it up, turned around, let that smug-faced, you know what, know what he thought, called him the, the one name you can't call an umpire, <laughs> according to Bull Durham, <laughs> and, uh, and got kicked out, and that's, that's what I needed to see. I wanted to see, honestly, what I wanted to see when that, when that call happened, I wanted to see somebody get fired up especially because five innings or four innings before that we, we had Diaz sliding into third and was safe on third. Now, mind you, probably nothing would have come out of it, but he was safe at third. He and was safe at third. He was safe. We're just not going to even review it. We're not even going to even look at it. We're going to save our challenges. review for challenges for an, I don't know, an, uh, an even closer call. I, I don't even know what we were saving it for. Right. Like you, you've got a guy who's sliding into third with like, what are you doing? Like, this is, this, this is the time to do it. So we, we sit on that and then we get a, a, a ticky tacky call on a balk. And I finally saw somebody with a gumption of life and it was awesome to see. So way to go standing. That's fair. I want to clarify one thing or talk about real quick on one thing on the balk. That is not always called. That was beyond ticky tack. Um, it, it, it was brutal. Um, but I will say that I agree with all that. Think all that. That's not why we lost the game. We had a seven no, three lead. You're absolutely and, right. Well, I, no, I just, I just want to make sure, you know, there's a yeah. lot of things that led up to that moment, but I'm with you. Stan deserves one. I'd buy a dome bummer that guy as well, just like you would. So I like it. Um, Neil, good luck with number three. Oh man. Uh, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going pitching again. And there, there's, there's several options because again, I, I thought our pitching staff did our starting pitchers did extremely well, but I'm going to go with a, 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 probably a familiar one going back to Tuesday's game. Bomber versus Verlander, and it would be 
it would be we'd be remiss if we didn't recognize Fromber for that effort against uh, against against the, and, against the eighty six million dollar man. That's that's right. So the short and sweet Fromber for for the valiant effort this week. I appreciate it. Yeah, don't we pro- we 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 probably undervalue uh, Fromber because he can be frustrating at times. But he has beaten Shohei Otani twice and Verlander, and I know there's more there. It just that's off the top of my head. Um, hey Mets, how's that eighty-six million dollar contract looking, pals? Enjoy that. You think you think we've got some dead money? <laughs> <laughs> the problem the, the problem is is their owner has way more money than we are, yeah. and, and, yeah, and do. does not care and does not care. Um, but yes, enjoy that contract. That was a, can you imagine egregious, show Egregious signing, the, paying him eighty six million dollars. Can yeah. you imagine Buck Showalter coming out of the dugout uh, last night to to meet that second mm-hmm. base umpire? All right, man, I've got we're uh, I'm, we're rolling. Um, we're going to move on to the prospect of the week. I did a little digging here. Um, it's actually someone interesting. I don't. Uh, let me give a little background here. He before the year he was listed as our number eight. Uh, prospect in the farm system. By God, he's a pitcher, and he's left-handed. Well, what? Well, he's not going to be on our team. Yeah. Well, <laughs> le- he's a le- lefty, twenty-four years old, six-four, two-twenty-five. Drafted in uh, two thousand twenty-one out in the eighth round out of Central Florida. His name is Colton Gordon. He's two and four uh, with the three sixty eight ERA. Records really don't matter even way more in, in minor league baseball because they sometimes spot start. They they tag innings. They'll throw four mid innings. But with a one point one seven WHIP, he here is seventy nine nice. Ks and six sixty six innings. He's at, he's with the hooks. Um, he'll be someone to watch. I don't think he's going to be a starter if he makes a big league roster. I think he'll be a you know a bullpen lefty, which as Dorton uh, tried to make a joke, which was funny but also true at the same time. We just <laughs> hate left-handed relievers, yeah. so might as well assume that Colton Gordon's going to get traded or DFA'd or something else. I don't know, but um, it'll be interesting to watch. He's been he's been uh, he's been effective this year. He's had so um, last year was he had some good, had some bad, um, but I know he's been working on certain things. I was reading a prospect prospect report on him. So college arm, um, it'll be interesting to see if he comes up late or if he just gets DFA'd and disappears like most lefties <laughs> in our system. Um, it'll be fun that, watching him play for somebody else. But he was the eighth-ranked prospect coming into the year. So Colton Gordon with the Colton hooks. Gordon. Yep. Cool. Um, I'm going to obviously go, move on to Neil and the throwback player of the week, Tomieski. Where are you going? All right. So all this dusty Kruger Baker talk has gotten me fired up. <laughs> and uh, so I, I, I went with a guy that played and managed for the Houston Astros. And that's well, that Phil Scrapper. Well, that could be one of two players. One of two people. Time out. Since, well, since you brought it up, I, I did the digging. There's actually four. Oh, I know Name. three. Hold on, Larry yes, Durker, three. Art, Art, Art Howe. Yep. Um, who your who your throwback is? And you just said him. 
Um, um, if you get this, I will be impressed. Well, hold on. You got to give me a second. Well, we don't have 20 minutes. <laughs> Jimmy, Williams, Jimmy Williams? Astro player, no. Had to be a play for the Astros and manage for the Astros. Hmm. I know. You do? No, he's thirsted. Cheater. Bob Lanier. No, and it was Hal Lanier. Oh, Hal Lanier. Bob Lanier was the manager of the worst franchise in professional sports, the Texans. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh, Okay, who is it? You got the first part right, Bob, but it was Bob Lillis. And what's what's crazy? Yeah, I, wouldn't, is, I, w- I wouldn't have got that one. Oh, you! Yeah, I got. Was, I had that. I had it. Yeah. Was, yeah. Google had it. <laughs> and he was the manager from '82 to '85. And so when I thought wow. about that, I was like, "Man, I, I mean, somewhere back in the brain, you go, yeah, I kind of remember that, but you know, anyways, yeah. So I thought that was kind of a cool, cool stat that I was going to say till the end. But since you brought it up, Bob Lillis from '82 to '85, Art Howe from '89 to '93. Durker from 97 to 01, and then Phil Gardner, Scrap Iron, from 04 to 07. So talking about Phil here, born April 30th, 1949, drafted uh, by the – and I love – I don't know why I love the, the Montreal Expos. I, I just I – I miss those guys so much. I really do. I, I, I don't know. I, I would buy everything Montreal Expos if I could. But anyway, so ca- they drafted – Because you're Canadian. <laughs> far from it. Uh, a, so Garner, University of Tennessee. I didn't realize that. Uh, drafted the eighth round in 1970, but didn't sign. And then seven months later, he was the third overall pick by the Oakland A's. And, and what they had back then was a secondary draft. So 1971, January 1971, he signs with the Oakland A's. Ends up actually winning, being a part of two World Series from '73 and '74 with them, mostly as a mostly as a bench player, minor league guy back in you know, back and forth, uh, comes out full-time player, 1976, eight home runs, 74 RBIs, and, and was actually named, uh, an all-star for the first time that year in, in 76. So before the 77 season athletics trade him to, uh, the pirates. And so two years later in 79, he was a member of that world series. So, you know, he, he's been in the league a handful of years and has won three, World Series championships, which is pretty amazing. Uh, named an All-Star again in 1980 and 1981. Later, so after his All-Star appearance in 81, the Pirates trade him to um, to the Astros. He fills a, a, a hole for us at that time at second base and ends up really playing third mostly for us and splitting time between him and Denny Walling. Uh, his best season with the Astros was, was really the first full one that he had. So that would have been 82, um, 13 home runs, 83 runs and 24 stolen bases. So again, nothing glorious necessarily. So in 86, the, the championship season, obviously Garner, uh, him and Denny Walling, like I said, split time and actually Garner was, was in the, uh, the last game against the Mets and, went one for three and, and ended up being replaced but later in that inning or later in that game by a pinch hitter and then ended up the following year traded in 87 because, and we talked about this in I think our first podcast because Caminetti was coming over 
Cam oh, yeah. was starting starting to debut. So we had Denny Walling, we had Phil Garner, and then Cammy's coming. So uh, Garner was the odd man out. Traded to the Dodgers and then spent time with San Francisco and and uh, ended up playing through '88. So this is this is something I didn't or didn't remember or didn't know. I guess one of the two. So he plays in '87 uh, and '88. Basically ends his career there. In '89, he ends up being our first base coach. Ours being the Houston Astros. From '89, '90, '91, he was the first base coach for the Houston Astros. And then got the 1992, the following year, the Brewers hired him. And so his first year with the Brewers, they do well, uh, almost almost makes the playoffs. He never made the playoffs in the six years there. Uh, ends up getting fired in 99. Uh, interesting stat, Garner would lead them to more than 80 losses in four of his six full seasons. So did not have a great record as a, as a manager. And again, that, that ne- not necessarily just on his managing. There are some things that I read through that, uh, you know, talent and whatnot, that it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily the best at that time for him either. Uh, so in 2000, Garner was hired. So he, he gets fired in 99, 2000 Garner's hired to, uh, manage the Tigers. He goes there, uh, and here's something crazy, but he was hired by the Tigers in the first year of Comerica Park. He was also a candidate for the Chicago Cubs. Well, he, he didn't get the Cubs job because Don Baylor got that job, who Don Baylor was eventually replaced by? Dusty Baker. Dusty Baker. Yeah. So, anyway, the the connection. Wish he was was, still, I wish Dusty Baker was still with the uh, Cubs. Man, he did a great job over there. He should have never left. It's odd how he's been let go so many places. I yeah, because it's decision-making. <laughs> what? Because he sabotages the, Gi- the team or trolls podcasts. Giants, Cubs, Nationals. Uh, who am I missing? Reds? Wouldn't he the manager of the Reds do? Yeah. yeah. I don't want to make this about Dusty. Uh, no. So, Garner ended up going through uh, – didn't make it long in Detroit. 2002, they started off 0-6. He gets he gets canned. Uh, so brings it to us, all right? So uh, in 2003-2004, he's doing nothing until we get to the all-star break. Jimmy Williams gets canned because we're 44-44. and 44. So we are a team in 2004 that is underachieving. I don't know if you've heard this before. We fired a manager for a team that's underachieving. Hmm. So hmm. Garner, yeah. So Garner was brought in after the all-star break. Uh, Hunt Singer just said, Hey, look, we needed something. We needed, we need more. And the, he said something about the team was mired in hitting woes and an abundance of expectations with their free agent signings, such as Roger Clemens and Andy Pettit. Again, not hitting well and free agent signings, not performing well led to his his firing i don't know crazy so uh i would fire exactly. i'd fire dusty i'd fire dusty right now and hire mike Schmidt. <laughs> i would too gosh yes uh so they end up making a great comeback you know a new manager new life new spark uh i don't know if that's a plug or just the facts that i'm reading here but so 2004 national league division uh series over the braves 
after losing to them, right? We've lost to them three times from 97 to 01. And so we, we get there and end up losing to uh, to the St. Louis Cardinals. So then in 2005, obviously, we start off rotten. We start off uh, 15 and 30 and end up changing things around. We end up making the World Series, losing to the White Sox. So 06, 07, not very good. Uh, end up letting Garner, and actually the GM at the time was Tim Papura, and they let him go, and Cecil Cooper was named the interim manager. So a couple of cool things. In 2008, so again, he's he's canned in 07, okay? In 08, and again, we're all Victoria natives. Uh, who is coaching the University of Houston Victoria Jaguars? Terry Poole. Terry Poole. Terry Poole. Terry Poole. Terry Poole had to leave to go coach them, be the manager of the Canadian national baseball team. So Phil Garner goes from MLB to Victoria, Texas to take the place of Phil Garner. I mean, of Terry Poole for that year until, until Terry Poole was able to come back. No kidding. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Pretty crazy. That's awesome. Right. That's awesome. And so cool. he does that. And then, uh, go, go pirates. You know, were were, were they pirates? Jaguars. 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 <laughs> Jaguars. Yeah. Ro- Rosebud Stadium, right? Right. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, it, and Garner does a little work for the athletics as a special advisor, yada, yada, yada. So, a couple other things. Uh, Terry, I mean, Terry Poole. Uh, Phil Garner, one of the handful of major leaguer players to hit a Grand Slam in consecutive games. Uh, Garner is one of five managers to have won a league pennant without have ever wanting a division title. And then he's also one of three managers to have lost a thousand games while not winning a thousand games. Hmm. And so his overall, his overall record was 985 and 1054 uh, as an Astral player batted 260, 323 on base, 389 slugging. So that gives him a 712 OPS. Uh, you know, we've had 19 managers in the organization history. Like I said earlier, four of them have, have played and managed a full season, being Bob Lillis, Art Howe, Larry Durker, and, and Scrap Iron. So, Love, love, love Scrap Iron. I met him ran, uh, met him uh, years ago. Could not have been a nicer guy. Uh, I, got, I talked 10, 15 minutes, just um, really nice guy. So that's, that's cool. Basically, you just gave me his career slash numbers as an Astro to tell me he's better than Jose Abreu as an Astro. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, well, his mustache, for God's sakes. Yeah, that, that um, that's its own zip code, dude. Jordan, his son. Jordan, his son played at A and M. Wow, I believe you were there. Yep, I I do. I remember him. Uh, yep. But real scrappy little little uh, leadoff yeah, Ty guy, Garner. I've I, yeah. I met him as well. He has a um, I met him as well. But um, yep, he so, hit leadoff and was could just absolutely scoot. I remember him. He was a tall, lanky guy. Oh, I don't think he's tall. Or he's he was scoot. He could scoot though. Yeah, I remember he could that. Run. Um, well, everyone's kind of tall to me, so that's that's also true. <laughs> so we went we 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 went a little long with the way the week has been. Um, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up in a couple minutes, but we we can't do it without predictions. So we have off tomorrow. Um, <sighs> God, but we're we're gonna do we're gonna do seven games because it's three games in St. Louis and four games uh, from the team up north. 
that bleeds into Monday. So yep. I'm not going to cut this off. So uh, with a six gamer. So I was right this week, and I'm not tooting my horn because it was just three and three. Yeah, um, congratu- congratulations. Yeah, ex- I guess. Exactly. So I get to go Nailed last it. again. Um, so Neil, good job on throwback again, as always. But uh, give me your predictions. All right. So we've got. Let me try and pull this up real fast. So we've got off tomorrow three at at Cardinals, St. Louis, and then and then three, and then at South <laughs> Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah, and four, four. And We're doing ball four, four, four in South Oklahoma. Mm. So as always, I'm going to go back and look and say who's pitching. So we're going to go with Fromber, Javier, Frenchie in St. Louis. Right. Yep. That's that's mm-hmm. what I've got. Fromber, Javier, Frenchie in St. Louis. So that leaves us with Blanco, Blanco Brown, Brown. Fromber. and then that turns back around to Fromber and Javier. Sunday, Maybe. Monday. Wait, if, if we're good going on after four days. Fromber, Javier, Frenchie, Blanco. And we get a no day off? No. 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 no yeah, Monday, Monday's off. Yeah. Who am I four against the Rangers, three against the Cards. Yeah. Okay, so Fromber pitches Tuesday. Javier, Frenchie, Blanco, Brown. If I if I was a betting man, you're going to see Fromber pitch Monday, and you're going to see a spot start of Seth Martinez or somebody on Saturday or Friday. Well, that's gross. Instead of but Blanco? Fromber? No, you're going to throw – I don't know. It may you be throw Blanco Thursday. on Thursday? I just think – I think you're going to see a spot start from something. I mean, we don't need it to be, but – I mean, I'll say this: Blanco think... Blanco didn't pitch terribly yesterday. No, I but mean, I, I he just, came out and I, played. I just don't expect the Astros to to push the envelope, which they should. I mean, you need Javier and Fromber throwing both in the in the Ranger series. Oh, I bet you see. A, I, I bet you see a bullpen game. Somewhere. All right, Neil. Thursday, give it, Thursday, uh, Friday. Uh, yeah. Give it to us. We win. Oh, what can I say? We win two in St. Louis. They're terrible. We're terrible. But we've got Fromber and Javier. So I'm going to say two or three in St. Louis. Man. Four in South Oklahoma. Which I looked at going to those games, by the way. Mm. Mm. I'm going to hope. Uh, I don't know why I'm, I'm being positive. I'm going to say we're going to split that series, and that's positive. That's being so that put, That's optimistic. You're four and four, four, four and three. Four and three. Four out of seven. Yeah. Sorry, that took so long. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that did take long. Jordan, you well, give me a shot. I'm a pitcher guy. All right, you ready? This is this is where the season turns around. We sweep the cards in St. Louis. Because we're pissed. We sweep the cards and we split the Rangers. Whoa. Five and Five two. And two. Five and two. God, God, I hope you're right. 
market. All right. Oh, oh God. Oh, please. I don't believe this team can sweep anybody right now without Jordan. Well, here's here's so, the good news. We will have uh, we'll have three of those Rangers games, and I'll I'll have uh, some luck on my side while I'm while I'm watching them. How about that? That's true. Yeah, you're going to homeland. You'll be in the homeland by then. That's true. Um, we'll be in the homeland for three of those games. We've. We swept the A's twice and the Cubs. We're nine and zero in those games. Thank God, or we'd be below five hundred. I cannot. The Cardinals are terrible. Thirteen games under five hundred, but it's still the Cardinals. And I say we go two. I say we win two out of three there. Um, and I say we go two and two against the team up north. Four and three. I hate that so much because it should be five and it should be six and one is what it should be. We don't have Jordan. We don't have Jordan. So I just I can't. And so I say four and three. I. Look, if we go four and three, that's a that's a win. Quite how we're playing. Well, we haven't if we won go the five. Last three if weeks. we go, yeah, exactly. I mean, we've gone two, two, and three now in the last three weeks. So four would be an upgrade. Five would be yep. yes. So all right, we'll we'll bookmark those. Um, hopefully, now, remember, uh, like remember. So. so after after so we'll do this podcast next Sunday. Uh, the Sunday after that, we are at the All Star break. So remember yep. that. Remember that? Uh, don't worry. Like it's way down the line at the All Star break. That's it goes way fast. down there. Way down there. That's two weeks. Two weeks, baby. After after this week, we're past halfway yep. in games yep. played. So no more. My, my, yeah, we, uh, we ran, my, my we it's only May has has uh, <laughs> yeah. come and gone. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we ran long because of a rant and and being able to finish the game live um, on this thing. But and we'll get into more. Uh, next week on what should we do? Cause I've got a lot of thoughts on that that we'll say for next week, but boys, I appreciate it again for a Sunday night. Um, episode nine, everyone out there listens, like share, follow. Um, we're going to be moving uh, platforms or, or moving the platform soon. And so we've got some things coming, but uh, guys, as always, no matter how they play, we're still fans and we get to say, what we want to say go Strohs. Go Strohs. Ghost Rose.